So trying to get to the bottom of the situation here. And yes, yes, insurance premiums for producers in Alberta are going up, in some cases 60%. Um, but you heard the minister just come on and say, well, this is why, and it's really not anything to do with the provincial government. This is sort of a basis that all the provinces work with. So let's find out what the criticism is, because um, the Alberta NDP calling on the government to reverse the decision. That's in the global reporting. Let's find out exactly what the NDP's take on this is. We're going to chat with Heather Sweet. Uh, she is the critic for this portfolio for the NDP. Uh, Heather, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. So, you know, I, I agree with you. That 60% number that sort of pops out at you like, wow, that's a, a really big cost in terms of, you know, we know costs are already way up for our producers. But in speaking with the minister and with some producers, it's sort of, that's the cost of doing business. That's just the way it works. Yeah, so I think, you know, um, that's a little bit excessive, I think, is the 60%. You know, the government had promised in the last budget that they would only go up by 10%. Uh, to say that now they've looked at everything and they believe it's up to 60%, I think, doesn't speak to the promise that this government made producers last year. But they, I don't know if the government can even make a promise to the producers because this isn't a formula that they control. I mean, this is this is done in conjunction with the feds and the rest of the provinces. I mean, there's a formula that's been in place and actually, according to the minister that we just spoke to, was in place when you were in government. Right, but I think that the issue here is is that it is in control of the government. If it wasn't, they wouldn't have provided producers with a rebate in 2021, which actually increased the liability of the fund. They rebated $55 million back to producers right before the drought, creating a significant liability in the AFSD fund. Had they not done that, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in today. But that's a separate issue. That, that, that's, that's not, you know, I mean, being critical of the 60% increase, that, that, that's not the same issue. But it is the same issue because when the government decides to remove the amount that's in the fund, which is there to help be able to pay back insurance premiums, then increase the fund by 60% is playing with the numbers in the fund. And the government shouldn't be touching that fund. They should be using it to pay out premiums when it, they need to be paid out and they should be keep ensuring that there's stability in the fund yeah but 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 uh, try and uh, help me out here and, and like i say this is a foreign world for me uh so i'm just based on what you're saying and what the minister is saying from from my t interview with the minister they don't they don't decide how much the increases are they that formula is set by somebody well outside of the alberta legislature and you know what they're talking about in terms of the increase here that's i mean if crop prices go up um, the insurance on those crops goes up with it. What am I missing? So one, the commodity price right now is actually about 11% less than it was last year. That's what's projected today. We know the commodity price can change um, throughout the season, but as of right now, it's actually less. But for the minister to say that they don't address the formula and they don't have any influence on the actual insurance premium is disingenuous because they they rebated 55 percent in 20 or 55 million dollars 20 percent in 2021 so the government has a direct impact on their policies and the decisions that they make that impacts the percentage of what has to be paid by by producers do they though i mean if you're rebating it uh, i mean that's not tinkering with the formula that's not changing the formula that's, that is set by other entities that's saying we will help out producers and i mean is that necessarily altering the formula i mean the formula is still the formula a rebate is outside of that framework 
What it did, though, is it created a liability in the fund. So it removed $55 million out of the fund that could be used right now today to pay for the projected value of what needs to be paid out, which means the formula wouldn't have to be increased to to the level that it is. They're using that formula based on the liability that exists in the fund. And so for them to say, well, we need to build it back up. Well, if they hadn't removed $55 million out of it in 2021, they wouldn't have to rebuild it to the extent that they are now. And so they have messed with the formula. And in fact, they created the liability by the political decisions that they made. But they aren't asking the producers to restore that $55 million liability. According to the statement that they sent to Global News, they've put an additional $61.5 million in there to make sure that the funding levels are where they are. So that 60% increase, again, isn't to make up that liability that you're talking about because they've taken care of that in a line item in the budget. Well, then the argument would be as why does it need to be 60%? And the, the government needs to demonstrate that because, in fact, the minister count or contradicted his own budget on the weekend when he said he thought it would only be 22, but yet the budget says 60. So the question becomes is what's the actual number that the government's going to use? Producers need to have a, a predictability and sustainability in their fund. And so we don't actually know what the number is going to be because in the budget it says 60%, right. and yet the minister is contradicting that by saying, well, actually it may only be 22. Yeah, he was saying so that adjustment of 60% encompasses two years. It's 22% this year, and it was 38% last year. 38% of this is already taken care of. Then it should be reflected that way in the budget, and it's not. It is to, in the budget today on page 70, it says it will be increased by 60%. Right. Okay. I understand the confusion that you absolutely. I, I can see where you're, what you're saying that it doesn't make sense if, if it's 22% this year and it was 38%, then it, it can be spelled out that way. I, I agree with you. But, and I guess the argument is in terms of, you know, if the crop has gone up that much, the cost of insuring it goes up that much. I mean, I, like I say, th- there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's different components to this. So I, I'm not sure exactly how much makes up that increase, right? Whether it's just the cost of the crop or like you say, there's other factors at play. Well, and I think this is the struggle, right, is that, one, the government hasn't communicated this to producers. And when they did the budget last year, they promised producers it was only going to go up 10% this year. And it's not. And the problem is, is that we don't have the actual numbers. So if the minister is saying that the 60% is not act the actual numbers, even though it actually explicitly says in the budget that it is going to increase by 60%, to the levels recommended for the actual evaluations, then the minister needs to explain those numbers. It can't, if, if it's not 60%, then he needs to come back and he needs to amend his budget and he needs to make sure producers know what they're going to have to pay this year. Yeah, I asked him about that and he says it's misinformation on your behalf and on the NDP's behalf to come out with some of the things you've said, including the fact that they haven't been consulted or notified by the province. Again, saying, well, this organization's been in place for a long time. They notify. Farmers are now going in to get their crop insurance for the year. This is This is the way the process works. It's not political. Well, so then if that's the case, then why weren't they notified earlier? Because I disagree. The producers that I've spoken to, and I've been, I've been calling producers yeah. all week, said they had no idea this was coming. Nobody told them. So they're going to have to go in now to buy their insurance, and they're going to have a sticker shock. It's going to be, it's going to increase to whatever level it is that is, is decided. Right. And that's the problem. Nobody knows what the number is. So it could be anything from $15,000 additional on their insurance, which is what one producer 
producer believes his might be, all the way up to $50,000, which another producer believes it's going to be. Nobody knows what the increase is going to be because it hasn't been communicated. Was were, were they told last year or the year before or five years before? Did they get a notice from this agency saying this is the crop insurance increase or decrease that's going to be out this year? Or is it just this year that's different? No, they were notified when they were getting the rebate. But I do not believe that the government... Yeah, the rebate's not the insurance program. I don't want to keep going back yes, to that. No, but those are no it is. No, they, the rebate came directly out of the insurance program. It was a 20% reduction okay, in right, the okay, premiums gotcha, yeah. that farmers had to pay. So they were notified of that. Um, to not notify them now and to just have a line item in the budget that says it could be potentially up to 60% is a, is, is a problem because nobody knows what it's going to be. Okay. And, and, and if there's a communication issue around the fact that, that producers don't know, then we need to be looking at the system to figure out how we're ensuring that producers are notified ahead of time that there's going to be these substantial increases. Um, I really, pre- unfortunately, I'm out of time. I got to move on. But thank you so much for being with us today. I do appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.